Hits the upright again. That's impossible. And the Eagles run out into the field, but there's still five seconds. They got confused. Thought it was, you know, they knew it was somebody different, so they called it. But, uh, it is what it is. You don't often get called travel zone, I guess that was it. Well, not on that move, because I thought that was uh, that was okay. It's copyrighted. Yeah. <laughs> Were you trying to... Listen to, I believe, episode 12 of Threes from the Ring. I'm pretty sure you guys missed us. Happy New Year from your boys from the Threes in the Ring, man. Happy 2019, man. We made it in. First episode of the year, and we're happy to be a part of it on the real, G. Damn, bro. Uh, I have a rage that needs to come out, but I'm going to let Daytra int- uh, introduce himself before I go any further. Hey, it's Charles. Hey, welcome to 2019 at Threes in the Ring. All right, so now that's out the goddamn way. If you was listening to the intro, you heard the end of my bear season done in by goddamn Cody goddamn Parker. So this, I just need to let this out my goddamn chest. So this is why in football, kickers are literally the bane of a lot of teams' existence. And Cody Parker right now is the bane of my existence right now. I tried to cape for this man when he was missed when he missed ten field goals prior to this one kick, and I was like, no, 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 he's gonna get it together. We'll be fine and all of that. But at the same time, there was this part of me as the Bears' playoff hopes were becoming more and more real, and Super Bowl dreams were becoming less and less of dreams. And I was like, do I really want to rely on this bastard to? Winning me a playoff game when need be to make them a very important kick when it needs to be done. And Cody Parker has not done that. He let me down. He let the city of Chicago down. He let Khalil Mack down. He let money-making Mitch Trubisky down. He let Club Dub down. He let the entire Chicago down. He let the city down. And that breaks my goddamn heart. And it hurts my soul so dearly because I caped for Cody Parkey when everybody said, yo, get this nigga out of here when he missed three field goals a few weeks ago. I caped for him. I was like, no, we good. Don't worry about it. And 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 then I was like, and then it just he just looked cool. I was like, all right, cool. He making field goals again. But at the same time, Going into the playoffs, your kicker missed ten field goals, it's tied for second most in the, in, the, in, the, in amongst kickers this season, and then in the most important kick of probably his career at that point. After Mitch Trubisky drove down the field to set my man's up, he sets you up. He got you as close as possible, as close as possible. My man's Matt Nagy trusted you. He could have kept throwing the ball into the end zone and said, you know what? Mitch, win us this game. Tariq, win us this, ga- win us this game. The defense say, the defense tried. And at the same time, they were like, you know what? Okay, we're going to make sure they don't get at least the two points. They made sure of that. that. Yeah, they scored, but they made sure they didn't get the two points. Because they believed in you, Cody. 
They believed in you. Khalil Mack believed in you. The Eagles did not believe in you. And that's why you failed. And that's why my team is eliminated. This is why my man's Mitch couldn't get a chance to sun the Rams and then send Drew Brees home and take us to the Super Bowl. Because Cody, you let me down. And Cody, as I know that you are probably a married man, I don't give a damn right now. I hope your wife, I hope your wife looks at you as her friends fried her in the group text, sending there saying, wow, your husband's a loser. And she looks at you in disappointment as she lays her head on the couch and goes to bed. I hope your dog looks at you in disgust and barks at you angrily as you try to go to sleep tonight. Because, Cody Parkey, you let us down, G. You let everybody down. And as I say this, if anybody dares to blame Mitchell Trubisky for this loss, I will literally hunt your family down and kill them my damn self. And I mean that on phone and gray. I freaking mean that, G. Mitch did not lose us this game. The defense did what they did what they could do in the situation that they were placed in. And even then, they technically shut Nick Foles down. It just hey, he did what he was supposed to do. I'm not mad at Nick Foles for doing what he was supposed to do with the field position that he was given. But at the same time, if you blame Mitch, if you blame even Matt Nagy, gee, he coached his ass off. Like this is a lot of this a lot of the Bears players' first playoff game, and they dang near and they pretty much beat the defending champs. They pretty much beat their ass the whole game in my book. But at the same time, if you blame Mitch, anybody that's not Cody Parkey for this loss, then you can kiss my ass. And that means you, everybody on ESPN, who claims they know football. Shout out to Lewis Riddick, by the way. He was always down for the Bears. And at the same time, I know you're probably going to get a lot of heat, my man's Lewis Riddick. But no, next year when we make it to the Super Bowl and, and when uh, we had the big Super Bowl shuffle uh, parade party, make sure, you, uh, make sure you get you a float, G. We got you, G, on the real. But just know, when this happens next year or the year before, because this Bears team will be damn good, damn good. The next couple of seasons, next few seasons, just know I will talk my shit. I will. I will be at that parade with pride. But you know who's not going to be there? Cody Parkey. That man's going to be somewhere in goddamn the CFL. Or, matter of fact, no, he's going to be in the XFL. And hope it, hope Vince McMahon brings nicknames back for the players uh, and all of that. And his name is Kent Kick. No, 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 no. Double Doink. I hope that's his nickname, Double Doink. Because I had to hear Chris Collinsworth say it. I had to hear Datra say it. But at the same time, it, it fits. His name is Double Doink. And also, as I say this, any kicker that's a free agent, cough, cough, Robbie Gold, please come home. But any great kicker that wants to come to the Chicago Bears next season as we head our way to the Super Bowl next year, because Lord willing, God it will bless this team. It is coming in due time. But any kicker that wants to come to Chicago, come on, man. We got Miles Sauce. You, like, literally, at this point, I don't care. If you want Uncle Remus, cool. But at the same time, Harold's is the go-to. But at the same time, get some Miles Sauce in your veins and kick. Because it's very clear Cody Parker, Parkey does not have Miles Sauce in his veins. But he has double doink in his veins. 
And that is all that I have to say in regards to that. Daytra, if you feel free, because I know you are not a football fan, but you you felt this loss as well. Oh, I did. I was in the um, I I made sure I cleaned up my 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 job real real fast, and I made sure I was done so I could finish watching the game without being on the camera watching the game. Um, as I saw the first initial doink. I was like, that probably doink in. But when the double doink, I was like, oh, man, the Bears done doink themselves. That double doink literally doinked their chances at the playoffs. Now Nick Foles is about to get doinked by Drew Brees. And it's, 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 well, it's actually the Rams. Now he's going to get super doinked by the Rams. And, I, man, it's it's uh, just, a, just redonkulous. And... and Oh, oh, man, that sucks. It really sucks. Chicago sports is getting really, really excited after we find out, you know, basketball is trash and our hockey team is mid and the Cubs kind of let us down and the Sox are on the Super Rebuild and nobody cares about the goddamn Chicago Fire and people barely remember we got a goddamn hockey team called the Wolves. So it, it was really, it was really, it was on the ups and ups for us. And now we have nothing to rely on for about a year. So, mm-hmm. well, until next, technically next summer, next fall or whatever. So, you know, I, this sucked. It, it really, you can hear the air getting sucked out of me. This sucked. I, and, uh, you know, we probably would have lost to Drew Brees. Actually, it was a good chance we could have beaten Drew Brees because our defense, we just had to rely on Mr. Trubisky. But if, if we lose, that first initial playoff win would have just been so good for us. Um, and like I said, I'm not the biggest football fan, but shout out to the Bears for actually getting my hopes up. And uh, just the, it, it, you know, it's, it's cool to put Jordan memes on faces and hand out L's to the white boy. But at the end of the day, man, this nigga's out here sad. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, some people put a lot of hearts in sports. And I'd be sad, too, if I put my heart in this team. I, I thought the Bears was going to go. I, personally, I thought it was going to go all the way. I, I literally thought they were going to go all the way. I literally did. I know I don't know that much about football. But all I know is, Kanye Mack is a different breed. And I thought they were going to go all the way off of that defense. And a damn kick a seal off face. That, that, was, the, that was legit. Telling Vince Simmons to shoot the game winning three in a situation of football at the moment. <laughs> Pass it to the Vince Simmons to shoot the game winning three. And he bricked all the way. He I don't even know how you could brick a field goal like that. And double doink. Double doink, man. But yeah, that's all I gotta say, man. I'm sorry, whatever your name. Is his name Cody? Yeah, Cody Parkey. Cody Parkey, you, you, I don't even know. Are you from Florida? Yep. Yeah, us, man. I feel sorry for you. Yeah, you just gave Florida another L. I think Florida at this point is going to drown the L and, you know, get kicked off the United States. But, yeah, Cody Parkey, man, hopefully, yeah, nice house out in Florida. As you hoping the angry mob don't come burn your house down and pillage your freaking neighborhood. Uh, you know, look at that sunset before they put the snipers through your window. And you better hope that these Chicago savages did not watch that game. <laughs> but, uh, just 
you know, keep your head up, man. Hopefully you still have a job to your next paycheck. <laughs> Stay your money, my nigga. <laughs> Cause it's gold. You had one no. job. Like, like one job, G. One job. And like like it hurt to lose that way. Like yeah. I would have been fine if it was like, okay, we put the ball in Mitch hands and it was like, okay, he tried and all of that. Even on that third down where it was like they knew it was like, okay, we don't got no timeouts. Let's chuck it to the end zone in the most safe way possible. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Lo, hey, Anthony Merrill, if you actually ran a little harder, you would have caught that. And it would have been an end zone. But yeah. but at the same time, it hurt to lose that way. That way. But let's move on to what this podcast is all about. Basketball and wrestling. And I will say the NBA has been exciting since Christmas. Because yeah. even though we did not get a Christmas episode... Uh, we didn't do a post-Christmas episode, and a lot of our Christmas predictions were wrong. I should have went with my heart with a little bit more on one of them, which we will get to. But I would say the NBA has been very entertaining since Christmas. We can definitely co-sign that. And yeah. wrestling is slowly picking up, I guess. Slowly. Slowly. Very slowly. But we're seeing progress. But before we get into uh, anything involving like looking at the teams and also a dialogue about a team that we gave a dialogue to earlier in the season. Uh let's talk about Thibodeau getting fired after a win. Let's talk about that, man. So if you don't know and you're getting your news and your basketball texts from us from Threes in the Ring and you just don't for some reason follow Wodge on Twitter. Tibbs got fired after beating the uh, the LeBronless Lakers. And he has to hold that L. That's like that's probably a powerful L that that literally that has to hurt in a different kind of way. That you got fired after winning a basketball game, G. After winning, it'd be one thing. It was like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fire you after a loss. Okay, cool. But you got, or even the day after, you'd be like, you know what? Yeah, ain't working out. You gotta go. But you got fired immediately after you won. Tips. You gotta hold that, G. Like I said he was out, but I didn't expect him to get out like this. Yeah. Uh I knew he was out too after the Jimmy Butler situation. I personally think, you know, if he made wrong decisions, um, given Wiggins. If he controls that, giving Wiggins money before, you know, we actually see Wiggins ascend. Um, Cat, we deserve the money. Cat proves that he deserves the money. He's proving it right now. But other people, like, you know, giving Wiggins the money. Also, not making really any big moves in the, the offseason. Uh, when you found out Jimmy Butler was wanting to leave, you didn't make any real big moves. You sat there on your butt, hoping Jimmy Butler was like, you know what? I want to stay here in cold-ass Minnesota. Um, also, you know, they they won tonight, and they won a couple of games, but they're not the most winningest team. I hate that word, by the way. They're not the most winningest team. Um, but it goes to show that, like, you know, 
Tibbs, low key style of coaching is probably there too. And I don't want anybody to lose their job, but that Minnesota job, that that thing was it was closing. And I hope this goes to every coach. I mean, every team. Do not make your coach the president of basketball. He already got so much stuff on his plate. So don't make your coach the president of basketball. Just pay another nigga. It, like, it's I hate so to cut stupid. you off, but Kemba low-key just did game the, the Suns. Yes, he's supposed to. Yep. Shout out to Kemba. Um... I hate the fact that he had a close game against the Suns. That Hornets team butt cheeks. They are. Um, uh, yeah, but you don't, stop making coaches the president of basketball slash GM, whatever. Just stop. Just hire a GM and or hire a president of basketball or whatever. Just stop doing that because it shows when your team is weak. The moment they stop having God Dart of what's his name on uh, the LA Clippers coach, uh, Doc Rivers. The moment they just, hey, you just complain to the head coach, the Clippers got way better. Way better. So just stop. Unless you got a pop as a coach where you could just be like, you know, ask Papa what he thinks, then we going to make the moves. Just just, just hire a GM and a coach. That's just, that's just it. Um, yeah, sorry, Thibodeau. Uh, I swear to God, if they hire Fred Hoiberg, I want the Minnesota Timberwolves to move to Goddard, Seattle. Minnesota do not deserve a basketball team if that happens. Um, and it's just, I, it's R.I.P. Timberlow, man. I, you can't, I don't even think you can, I don't even think somebody will hire him unless he's the Cleveland Cavaliers. You have like, to, like, nobody or the Bulls bring him back. Hell no. Not with Garpack still in uh, front office. So, like, <laughs> I, who do you go to? Like, nobody will get him. I mean, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. Memphis probably? That's a group and grinding team. Memphis right just there. got a new coach. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Really nobody looking for a head coach at the moment. So, wait. The Suns... Uh, the Suns just got a new coach, too. Damn. Like, every team... like <laughs> Most teams are either in a good position with their coach or just hired somebody or tips just don't fit. And the thing is with Tibbs, he needs to be on a veteran-based team. Not like necessarily a... Like, he can work with young guys, but it has to be either a perfect mix or already pretty veteran-based because just the way he coaches. And like I said, I don't really see him getting another head coaching gig anytime soon. Like, I'm looking at, like, some of the bad teams and, like... Like it's like like we said, Phoenix just got a new coach. New Orleans, they about to lose Anthony Davis, so there's no even point of even thinking about hiring Tibbs. But if they they probably are going to be looking into firing uh Alvin Gentry, uh, Alvin Gentry soon. And yo, Alvin Gentry, you are boy. We love you, my guy. But it's not looking good for you right now. <laughs> but yeah, like New Orleans will probably be. I wouldn't be surprised honestly with New Orleans. Dallas, Rick Carlisle's got that job whenever he feels like quitting. Uh, Memphis just got a new coach. Sacramento, they good. They're in a good position. Utah, good position. Like, and then even in the East, Cleveland, 
they don't need a Tibbs type guy. Like they have nothing to build with. The Bulls, like I said, Garpex already fired folks and got them out of here. So come on, think about that. New York just got a new coach. Atlanta just got a new coach. Washington, if they wasn't already a freaking, uh, literally a post terrorist attack of an organization, then I would honestly say they'll make sense. But Bradley Bill might not even be there next season. So no point in even doing that. Detroit just got a new coach. Charlotte uh, just got a new coach as well. Brooklyn just got a new coach. Eric Spoelstra safe in Miami, so there's no point. That nigga is untouchable in Miami. Dude got three. Dude got two championships, so he is safe. So yeah, he was the coach for I think the was it the uh, the coach um the Wayne Wade Shaffer wasn't he the assistant coach for that? Yeah, he was an assistant coach. He was like a no back then. He was like a director of film or something like that. He was over something. Hey, he still got another ring from that. Exactly, like you get a ring regardless. So he has two as a coach, but like three altogether for being with the organization. So, but yeah, but it's it's very sad at the end of the day because like we knew it was coming, but damn, Kimba just. Literally made some wacky shit just because, and I know that's gonna yeah. count. But um, but yeah, as I was saying though, but like, it's really unfortunate for Tibbs because I don't see no place for him to really go anymore. Like, there's no place for him to really just okay. Uh, where can you go? Like, I could I could definitely see him being an assistant coach somewhere. Like, yeah, yeah. Or I'm. This is my fear, and it just hit me. The Lakers may be a possibility. No, I think I think I think Magic don't want that that uh that L. Yeah, I don't like it's a possibility. Like I would, this is the thing because once again, Tibbs is the sexy pick coach now, and you gotta remember the Lakers are on like a four or five losing streak without LeBron, and so it's going to be the well Tibbs is available, but thing is. LeBron, the point of LeBron right now in this point of career is get these young guys. Let's see which young guys we can work with, yes or no. And then I don't want to play 40 minutes. Tips will play that man 48 minutes every night. Every night. Why? Because Tips' minute uh, distribution is worse than. Uh, 2018. I mean, 2K18 day trail when it comes to his star players. So, hey, 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 but I it, but I don't see it happening. It makes no sense. But just don't be surprised to hear those things starting to ripple into effect in the uh, near future. Though. But honestly, but the, the, um, the organization of the Timberwolves as a whole got a hold that they do. Like really, they they really missed out on a coach. I mean, I no, I won't say missed out, but failed with a coach. Failed with. Uh, 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 a horrible contract to Andrew Wiggins, even though I know he had a good game. Don't forget with that, that contract, uh, Tips gave him that contract. Still, you know, they still got to hold it. Uh, 
Now, also, fail with the Jimmy Butler situation. Even though the Jimmy Butler situation in Philly looking like it's going south, too. So, it, it's... I feel sorry for the Timberwolves. I don't know how um, south is a three-win, three-game winning streak, but hey. Uh, Jimmy Butler said, uh, what you would call it, you know, the whole challenging Brett Browns. Which well, I will give a in-depth take on in shortly. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I hope Tips, you know, I hope he, um, I hope he, uh, what the, f- my bad. I hope he find another place that fits him and he can call home. And just put it like that, you know, a place where he can use his skills to his best capabilities to study, you know, rotten it in in, you know, no coach land. Or uh, coach a college team. I don't know why I don't know why NFL coaches don't do that. The NCAA, you know, they make a lot of don't get some of that NCAA money, G. Coach a college team. And, and and press your test your luck with that, or coach your overseas team and just chill in goddamn Italy for the rest of your life, you know. So that's what I hope for tips. Yep, Doug. Well, yeah, but I don't. What? So where do the Timberwolves go from here? Honestly, uh, use the assistant. If you don't, if you want to compete, you hire the best coach on the market. But don't fire a tip said they don't really care. So if they own a sense of uh, this season already in tanker, uh, start blowing stuff up. You know, get Jeff Teague up out of there. I'm even to the point of saying if you can't move roles, yeah, I was if you want to blow that. stuff up. Uh, if you can't move roles, stop roles. Shoot, I send roles to the Lakers at the moment. Stack up things. Uh, and send roles to the Lakers. You can send roles. You can send roles to. Um, what's that place called? Toronto. You can move Rose to Toronto. You can move. You can move Rose anywhere. He will fit coming off the bench for them teams. So if I was somebody, if I was somebody to do that, um, try to find a way to get that Wiggins contract off of you. If you don't trade as many as, I don't want to say tank because I would hate to see Carl Anthony Towns having to play on a tank team. But you know, it's 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 a sad situation for the Minnesota Timberwolves. So they're in a, they're actually in a lose lose situation because they with Jimmy Butler they was built to compete with the Warriors, but that well you know they wasn't. But they you know that's what I'm pretty sure the high ups was thinking. It's like man, we can go toe to toe with the Warriors. And when Carl Anthony Towns evolved to the style we know he could be, we pay Wiggins this money, and you know he could be this, and we got Jimmy Butler as the what they thought he was going to be number three, they ended up wanting to be number one. Didn't work out so well. So they ended up lose lose. I honestly, it, this but this season right now, you got to throw this one away. It's a throwaway. See what you can get for the people that you got. Yeah, this is it's a throwaway. Now, I eat my words if, uh, if they low key going like a ten game winning streak without uh, Timberwolves. I want to say, hey, shout out to the uh, Timberwolves organization. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so let's move on from that. Like, yeah, I really don't know what to really do with Timberwolves. Like, either blow it up or fix something with I don't know. But as long as D-Rose gets six-man, yeah, that's all that matters to me. But let's move on from these from that unfortunate situation. Let's talk about the – let's go – let's talk about the Lakers first. 
So, yeah. the, you said what? I said, let's go. Yep, so they won on Christmas, and then they proceeded to lose LeBron for due to a groin injury. And then they lose Rondo due to a magical broken hand again. So <laughs> then, uh, so losing two very key veterans. Oh, I thought that was you. But, uh, but yeah, like, you lose two key veterans. And so then it's back to classic last year vintage Laker ball of young Laker ball featuring Lonzo Ball, Kuzma, and Ingram. And things look. At first, we're looking cool. Like, they were losing close games, but they were competitive. Like, the first game against the Kings, he was like, okay, they should have won. But, like, I think, well, Lonzo called a cramp and he kept coming in and out the game. So, it cost them the game in that aspect. And then I think they played somebody trash. I forgot who. No, they played somebody decent. And No, they played the Mavericks, I think, and they lost. And then, hold on, let me just find who the Lakers have been playing since then. Hold on, here. Let's see, Lakers. Let's see here. Schedule. All right, here. So, since Christmas. So, yeah, so. Oh, they played the Clippers. It was a close game, then they lost. Played the Kings again, they won. Played the Thunder in a close game, lost. Then they played the Knicks and lost. Then they played Timberwolves tonight and they lost, but also got tips fired. So, like right now, I think they're on a just yeah, they're on a three game losing streak and only won two games since Christmas, which is absolutely unacceptable. But at the same time, they you you lost your best player and then a key bench player at the same time. And so it was like, what the hell? And then Kuzma got hurt, uh, I think, against the Thunder, I think. Yeah, he got hurt against the Thunder and had is having, like, a small little back problem. And they've been keeping him out the past couple of games. And overall, like, I would say this, I'm when I'm looking at it, I would say this is making Luke Walden look a little, not even a little, but pretty bad in the light. But it's also making like pretty easy to figure out who's getting traded amongst the uh, between Kuzma, uh, Ingram, and possibly Lonzo. And I'm putting it in this order: Ingram is probably taking the biggest L because for one, Ingram has been getting most of like the LeBron touches, if that makes sense. Instead mm-hmm. of Lon- like at first it was Lonzo, and then it became more and more Ingram. And it's and it's pretty evident by like how the games go because I will like some a few of these games I watch like f- front to back and like either Lonzo will start off good and then Ingram becomes more ball dominant unnecessarily and it costs them games and then losing Kuzma makes it even worse because then now you don't have like a true go to score and I I'm gonna say this Kuzma's that is undoubtedly the team's second best score. The mm-hmm. undoubtedly they second best score. Like clearly it's LeBron, but and I and I was saying like Ingram is Ingram is probably going to have to take the biggest step up. And in the preseason I was saying, "Oh, Ingram looks good." But like as the season pro- uh, progressed, I'm like, "Yeah, Kuzma is probably uh the easily the second best score and probably the most important player on that team." 
amongst the young guys that's not Lonzo. And, like, this stretch of games has proven to me, like, Ingram is really the expendable one because he's been giving the, like, especially once Kuzman got out, the LeBron touches more. And, yeah, you could say, like, Lonzo hasn't played well the past couple of games. But at the same time, he's doing, like, like he's not having a ball in his hand. Like, Ingram is bringing the ball up way too much for my taste. And then at the end of the game, he's holding the ball too much for my taste, messing up. Well, I feel like when the Lakers were looking good in these games is when Lonzo uh, starts the ball movement and all of that. But when they're not moving the ball and it just becomes isolation Ingram, they look very bad. And it's like, I don't know why Ingram thinks he's a good isolation player. Like, he doesn't have no moves. And, like, he just drives like he's LeBron size. Even I would say even like bigger like, like he's built like legit like you're not KD's muscular skinny like built mm-hmm. like KD and strong enough to draw fouls and stuff like that or at least sell a foul like he just runs into niggas and it's just like hope for the best and it's not like you're a good free throw shooter by the way you shoot like sixty nine percent I think from the field right now but overall like Ingram's not looking good in this stretch of games where it's supposed to be like. Okay, damn. Uh, who's going to step up? At first it was Lonzo, at Kuzma, and then Kuzma got hurt. Then Ingram, and then Ingram had it was all eyes on Ingram, and then now it's like, well, y'all looking like shit. Oh yeah, and Josh Hart is looking bad. Yeah, yeah. bad. Definitely. Like it was one game where I'm like, he's. I would probably say if you like, if he wasn't already considered as a role player, like. He doesn't need to be like a top three key scorer. Like it's important that he just stays like a make the open three when we need you to. Like we don't need you to score at volume. This ain't the summer league, G. So and it's making Hart's case to kind of stay not good either. I, I totally um. My take on the Lakers is uh, one: um, if you not trade, if you trade Josh Hart, you keep in KC. Uh, you have to at this point. You have to KCP looking like the better off the bench role or off the bench score, or potentially you know come starting with the starters if you don't get somebody like Bradley Beal um, before the trade deadline. Uh, my thing is. When when it comes to Luke Walton, I wouldn't. I think they when they on this off season when they realized they 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 put too much baskets on getting Paul George, put too many eggs in the basket of getting a, a duo of Paul George and LeBron, and they end up getting these, plus another guy, yeah, or Kawhi and stuff like that. And they got these pieces around LeBron that is just like an upgraded Cleveland of last year, of a team that is really really in that. And that hurts LeBron as teams when it's a team too. You know, the biggest credit we give LeBron is that he can do anything. But a team that's too focused on LeBron, that's too LeBron-centric, low-key kind of fails sometimes because you have nobody when in situations like this when you don't have LeBron, you have nobody. You had Kyrie, you had D-Wade, you had the Robins and stuff like that. To an extent, you had Kevin Love when he played really, 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 really good. 
But right now, you don't have none of that. You have it a bit in Kuzma, but Kuzma's still young. You know, he still has to, you know, learn the game and 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 learn to play. Not only he's a good basketball player for a mid-tier team, but the Lakers with LeBron on there is a contender. So he has to learn how to play, you know, on a contender, which is different. It's yeah. way different than just playing like, oh, if you playing for like Memphis or something like that, or the Lakers or last year. You playing where every game you in a sold-out arena, every game seeming like a win-or-lose game, every game, every team playing you hard just because one person is on the court with you. So it, it, it's real different. And for, for you know, the other young guys, like Carr and, and Ingram, you know, just I hope you wherever you go that you'll be able to have enough money to get you a house over there because they probably leave. And, and it's not so much as they bad, it's just not good fit. And if you're going to keep Ingram, he has to come off the bench. And you You've get somebody else to get, a, like, you get a nice shooting guard. was just right here. You get a nice shooting guard or you get something because Ingram – Braun at his age right now, which is crazy to say, but he's best at the freaking three. And I I, I, I want him at small four just because with the you don't want Braun chasing around uh stretch fives the whole entire game. You know, chasing around him on the perimeter and stuff like that. You don't want that. Or you don't want it going in the sense you're going against the Spurs in the playoff and LeBron James guarding LaMarcus Aldridge. You go hold that. On the, on the, LaMarcus Aldridge is gonna average twenty six that series. Not saying Brian a bad defender. I'm just saying in the post, Brian getting body by Lamar So when you when you putting Brian at the three, when you put him in that small four, it is it, it, way better than you having him. You know, because he ain't the same when he was in Miami. Miami, you put him at center, he's gonna dog walk a team, and it, it ain't the same Brian. It's a, I believe he played a lot of stuff. Like, it was a little smoother game of basketball, but. That LeBron James in Miami was freakishly athletic. He did whatever he wanted. He was in his prime athletically and even physically as well. Yeah, physically, defensively, he was well, underrated. Well, he cared more. <laughs> yeah, and now, you know, and it's not one say he don't care. It's more of conserving because, you know, okay, I might not be playing every minute of this game, but I know I'm going to play almost every game of the season barring injury, and guess what? He got injured. So, uh, it's just... It's a it's a good and bad thing, LeBron. The bad thing is come back. There's there's no more there's no more games where he, you know, what that team I should say can say, oh, we gonna let this one get away. It's go time because you need perfect seeding in the West. Exactly. You can't because right now you y'all, y'all fail from four to eight quick. Yeah, that's how literally in like five games you went four to eight. Because if I'm if I'm in the Western Conference, I don't want to see OKC in that first round. You don't see I OKC or, or the Warriors in the first round. <laughs> I don't want. I can deal with a uh, 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 hot James Harden in the playoffs. I don't want to see OKC in that first round. OKC in that first round is scary, like scary. So, you know, I don't want to see OKC. I, it's okay if you meet him in the second round. Same thing with the Warriors. You probably chalk that up as an L if it's the Warriors. But if I'm the Lakers, if I'm anybody in the West, I don't want to see because OKC will win. You see the OKC. I'm telling you this right now. Okay, who they going against? Unless it's the Warriors, OKC is getting out that first round, and that's facts. So 
don't want to see them. So you got to see the Warriors. So you got to get to at least the fourth or third seed, which is not that hard with the West being that contender. That contender, your seed, they schedule might get lighter. No, this is this is the tough stretch of their schedule. Like, and I'm so saying it might get lighter when Bron come back. Because I think they got the Warriors. They got the Warriors again in January. And they the hope is that LeBron up. comes back this week, preferably at the end of this week, because this tomorrow they play. Damn, they got a back to back. Um, they play the Mavericks tomorrow. They can win that one. It's winnable. It depends. Like they have to play like they want something for one. They got to play yeah. the Mavericks, the Pistons, the Jazz, and Cleveland this week. And then uh, I want. And this is honestly a very easy week because next week, outside of the Bulls, they got the Thunder and the Rockets and the Warriors back to back to back. So, like, literally, like, they, yeah, they have to, like, this week, they got to at least go 2 1, 2 and 1 this week. They have to, or win all three. But I could see LeBron coming back and. Wednesday versus the Pistons or against the Jazz. It has to be one between one of those two. Yeah. But yeah, but it's it's very sad because like because yeah. like I, if you if you always listening to this podcast, I have high hopes for a lot of these young guys, and that was going to yeah. work. And for me, like the first two game, first two three games, I was like, oh okay, yeah, they gonna be fine without LeBron, and then. Kuzma getting hurt doesn't help, but it's like each game got worse and worse <laughs> and worse. And it, it it hurts me because I went hard for these young niggas. But it's like now I'm like, yo, Ingram got to go. Uh, yeah. and, and as a big Lonzo Ball stand, he needs to step it up. I don't give a damn. There's no reason why you you leave that, that this game against the Timberwolves with Jeff Teague. No yeah. dead Rose in sight. I think he got a triple-double. Or it was a double double or triple double one or two. I only want to look at it because I'm gonna get sick. But Lonzo, but Lonzo should not leave a game with with zero points and four and just four attempted turnovers. That's inexcusable to me. No, Teague didn't have he had a double double fifteen and eleven, but mm-hmm. it's inexcusable. And also Ingram got to hold it because you let freaking Andrew Wiggins drop goddamn twenty eight on you. Like what the fuck? Yo, who is that dude? Oh, never mind. Never mind, never mind. Oh. So, so they started Zubac, which is a plus. They started him uh, with McGee, which kills floor like spacing terribly. It do. Um, Should he start- shooting guard. Josh Hart was small four. I don't understand. That. I think what that was an accident because NBA.com just literally just throws a lineup out there. All right, perfect. Because I was going to fry with it. Um, I'm sorry. Cat was going to eat regardless. He was. <laughs> so I, I, was I didn't he expect really was. that. I didn't expect that, you know them to do that much against Cat. But you know, Jeff T gave 15 points. Lonzo, you were probably the best defender on that team. That should never happen. Um, and Drew Wiggins get 28. That just shouldn't happen as a. You wouldn't want to see that as a team. And he's been there doing that. Uh, I don't. I don't even know how. You know, they let freaking Todd Gibson get 12. Uh, and Jeff T coming off of, uh, you know, uh, what's that injury? And he ended up getting 15 and 11. 
and I already said that, but I mean, you know, Lonzo stepped up some more. Uh, you know, yes. Crazy thing is, their biggest lead was one. One point. That means in the beginning of the game. <laughs> one point. Yep. Um, Lance Stevenson can't be your, <laughs> your score leader. Um, I will say this. Lance has been really good these past few games. But though. that's what you get out of Lance, though, right? You get you you get that type of energy off the bench. You get that energy when you need it. That's what you get out of Lance. Him having 14, 5, and 6, that is perfect for Lance Stevenson. But when your whole starting lineup don't get past 13 points, and the dude you're trying to get points with shooting 31%, you you got to figure something out, and somebody has to go. And the good thing about having young pieces for the Lakers, though, you somebody is going to buy them. Somebody is going to buy it. Hopefully, it's the New Orleans Pelican. Shoot, I'm sending, I'm sending the whole thing over there for that. This is the perfect time to set up packages for AD, tell you the truth. Perfect time to set up packages for AD. AD... The owner came out and said, look, man, we did all we could to keep him. So if he leaves, he leaves. It's up to him. This is the perfect time to be, like, move this piece here, send Ingram, send Josh Hart, send Katarius Caldwell-Pope, send, send Luke Wagner, send, 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 like, send everybody. Man. Perfect time to start sending packages for AD. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong. Oh, my God. I hate Scotty Pepper. Ain't nothing wrong with... Um, uh, uh, you know, starting to look for you know trades and and stuff like that. Cause right now you need it bad, like bad. Even when Brian come back, you need it bad. It's it's a, it's a, a right now situation. Magic Johnson got to be in his bag. He got to be in his bag right now. Yeah. If you, he has to. He has to. Yeah, I agree. Like at this point, I won't be surprised. If the Lakers don't make a move before the trade deadline, I'd be shocked. Yeah. I'd be shocked. Like, whether it's, like, a Bradley Bill or whether Mm -hmm. it's going all in for AD, I would be shocked if they don't make a move at this point. They don't make a move. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. Like, say, I won't be – like, I wouldn't be mad if they don't, but just the way that – these this past week week and a half of basketball has been with this team it's, it's like and like the expectations that you have like i know this year is the we're not expecting to make the finals but we want to make that an impression and like yeah we beat the warriors we whipped their ass on christmas on their court but even and lebron didn't play the second half mm-hmm. but this is my point you niggas should be playing a lot better than that. Because it's like teams yeah. saw that they said, oh, they beat the Warriors, whooped they ass on Christmas, and then proceeded to do it on the second half without LeBron. They playing mm-hmm. them like, okay, we don't got to take yeah. y'all like a joke no more. And the, and, the, and they like, oh, shit, we didn't expect y'all to hit us and that it's hard. Not, and it's not like they, like they can't do it. It's just like when, when you – like, I guess the, they had a good game against OKC. At the end of the day, they didn't have somebody who can go toe to toe with Paul George. Exactly. That was one of those like, look, like 
you went at him. It's just yeah. if you had LeBron or even if Kuzma, hell, not even Le- if Kuzma didn't get hurt, yeah. they would have probably won that game. Because, like, Lonzo held Westbrook to a, a, a bad game in terms of scoring. But, like, Westbrook's going to get his assist in triple-doubles no matter what. But mm-hmm. he held Westbrook to a mid-scoring game, which is what you're supposed to do. Paul George did what the hell he wanted to uh, Hart and Ingram. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like that's been one of the consistent things since... Like, Christmas was just like, whoever Hart and Ingram defend, they cooked them. Like, outside of, like, the Kings, De'Aaron Fox, De'Aaron Fox, and he hates Lonzo with a passion. So, they got their little rivalry with that. So, it was like, yeah. So, it was like, okay, let them, like, that. that's them. But, like, literally, like, I feel like each game, I feel like somebody's having a career night against Hart or Ingram. And it's not helping. And, like, Hart's supposed to be your second best defender I believe Ingram's Shoot, supposed Ingram to, is too Ingram, Ingram is supposed too. to be he your quote unquote hey handle that freak of nature right there yeah you know the team shouldn't just be we, we wait for state you know we wait for you know it shouldn't it shouldn't be that it shouldn't be it shouldn't be uh uh you know, what the Rockets did. What the Rockets did in a sense of um, our whole team is built on competing against the other state. That, with the East with the East being that freaking good. I mean, I said the East. With the West being that good right now, it can't be that way. Because I'm telling you, I'm high on OKC right now. Not the biggest Westbrook friend, but Paul George is in his bag. And you need a team that can compete against that. Because that team has the talent to upset the Warriors. They, they, they do. And we are a Warriors without a boogie. Uh, but they, they got the talent to do that. So, for now, I, I'm saying, like, they have to make a move. And it has to be either Ingram. It's Ingram. Like, it has to be. And I know teams probably want Kuzma. I think and teams only, want Kuzma, but the, the common sense thing is that shows... The only person I'm giving up Kuzma for is AD. Exactly. Like, it's AD. Solely because I know AD's going to replace the scoring that Kuzma brings. Like, yeah. like, like, even let's say they get a Bradley Bill. I'm keeping Kuzma. I'm keeping Kuzma. Fuck yeah. that. No. You get, here's Hart yeah. and Ingram. Enjoy. And enjoy. Enjoy, yeah. my nigga. They can play with John Wall. Shoot. But, like, Kuzma is, like, undoubtedly... They second best scorer right now, and that's not a bad thing. And even mm-hmm. and even there, part of it feels like if the Lakers could finesse the Pelicans out of AD without losing Kuzma and Ball, and just say, "Here's Ingram, Hart, and here take Mike Beasley, and also take freaking Javale because shoot, we don't need him no more." So, yeah. so it's like here, take this for AD. I, no, I, I would say King Javale. And I'm Why? sorry. You got Tyson Chandler and Zubak. You keep Javel, you throw Zubak. I think Zubak is. You got to keep I the young. I'm him. sorry. Like I like Zubak. He he's like the. It's like when, when when Anthony Davis is not on the court. Like I like how he like he plays hard no matter what. And that's like a perfect. Okay, like he like he. But the thing we I say on the Zubak, Zubak is more my. 
like if you if you going for AD, you gotta throw the youngest that you can't throw. I understand that, but also if I'm the Pelicans, I want to try to compete slightly. Uh, yeah, what? Slightly. How? Like, gee, okay, look, I, I get what no, you're saying. A, I get what you're saying, but gee, I get what you're saying. Well, guess what? It's at this point they they at this point like sorry, but like you you still got Julius Randle and Nico there and Drew Holiday. They're not that. They're not bad enough to literally be in a Zion race. I'm sorry. Especially with how the draft rules are. You, you're not. So it's like, you might as well try to compete just enough, at least. Because mm-hmm. I don't even think they got a pick this year. So, haha. Uh, but, but yeah, like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But, like, they got to figure something out, though. But let's move on to the uh, another team that's been pretty mid, uh, the Warriors. Uh Okay, the Warriors can blame this one on the championship how that they blame last, like they blamed it on the years past of being kind of butt piece in the regular season. They can't blame even though they freaking what you would call it in the West, uh, second in the West right now. But you can't blame it. It's either second or third in the West, but you can't blame bad basketball on like, you know, champ being like a championship now. Like they you know, they try to say all the time. You can't. Um It's I think um, you know, it's a. I don't want to say it's like a you know a role problem or anything, but I just think it's a. You know, we don't have depth, and then the crazy thing is, next season, you if you give your like at this point, if you don't get rid of Clay, and if you don't get rid of Draymond. You pretty much said you your three piece the last championship you gonna sniff for a while. It's that you don't your team is as good as as much depth you have at the moment at the the currently constructed Warriors right now. Yes, they're gonna win a championship. That's because you have the X factor in KD. Next year they're gonna want money. KD's gonna want money. You gotta make room for that money. Lose Boogie, probably lose Draymond. Most likely gonna lose Draymond. Or you're going to have to trade Draymond and probably get nothing for him because Draymond's playing like butt crap right now. So you're going to get stuff that's not worth it. And you're going to be in a problem that you're in right now in terms of you have nobody but that big three. And that big three ain't going to – if you lose your Draymond, you lose your paint defense as well. Because KD ain't going to be – because he got to take the best player on the court around. So you, you – they're in a situation that a lot of people ain't going to bring it up. But they're in a bad situation right now, like a bad one, because they're in a situation where after the season, yeah, you three-peat, you did what you said you were going to do, you got what you wanted, what's next? And that next, it's, it's, it's scary because you're not going to have, I don't care who you sign, because at this at, at this rate, who you keep it, KD or Clay Thompson? Who you keep it, Chris? I'm keeping KD. Sure. Right, you keep it KD, you leave KD. The crazy KD. thing is, what can you feel out of these free who, who What boy can you feel with Clay Thompson out of these free agents? Nothing. Could not, uh, yes, I'm keeping Clay D over Clay Thompson as well, but losing Clay Thompson is big. Yeah. It's really and then the free agency, that's the free agency that's out, like the big one, like Kimba, Jimmy, 
Jimmy is the only one, but Philly's going to get Jimmy that money, so they're not losing. Jimmy is the only one. Phil, Clay Thompson's void. Not in the sense of shooting, but in the sense of defense. I think Chris Middleton is uh, on the market next year, too. Um, well, all, the, all the guys you're naming are max contract niggas, G. <laughs> so it you they not they're in a situation where alright, so say for instance you 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 able to in a perfect world you're able to you know keep what you want to keep. You able to that bitch is still gonna be suspect and it's nobody on that you can't trace anybody because nobody gonna want anybody on that warrior's bench. Iggy will be lucky if he even gets a playoff for a season next year for how many playoffs he's been playing at his age. And, you know, Sean Livingston, I, I was surprised he's still walking. So it's it's in a bad situation for them. Right now, I don't have problem with, like, you know, yeah, they playing butt-cheek basketball, but if they wanted to, like, Steph Curry dropped 40 last night off, like, how many threes? 10 for something. Like, if Steph Curry wanted to, he could have killed them. Either. You know, Clay Thompson, I mean, I think, what, KD had a quiet, like, 30-something? Yeah. Clay had, like, 28. So, uh, 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 20 or that, something like and that. And then do that just beat the Kings. True. <laughs> True. But that, that goes to the part they have no depth. They have nobody who can come in for Steph. You not necessarily really have to. You, you can't feel KD's shoes. You can't feel Steph, but, you know, you, you definitely can't feel KD's shoes. You know? Um, your best playmaker is Draymond. <laughs> like it's it, it's 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 weird, and they they're gonna suffer through that. And let me tell you this right now: Steve Kerr looking like an overrated coach because he can't coach this team to victories or dominant victories, yo. So against uh, and what, what what was the record? They uh, did they lose all their games against contenders? I mean, they the didn't lose all of them, but like they're under five hundred. I think. I was watching, not the jump, uh, get up, the get up, uh, the, in the morning earlier this week. I think I forgot who they lost to, and they said that the Warriors are, I want to say, eight and thirteen against teams that's over five hundred or or will be currently in the playoffs right now, and they are, like that, they have a, a a very good record against teams that's under five hundred, so. So yeah, that that in itself says a lot. Like, because like, yeah, in terms of what's going on with them, because like, yeah, you can sit there and say the well, they the playoff high, they really don't care about the regular season. But I'm sorry, I'm waking up against p- niggas I may have to play in the playoffs. Yeah, I want to whoop your ass. Like when yeah. people like went with the Lakers, like when the Lakers in that the year they the fourth year they made the finals with that Gary Payton Carl Malone team. Yes, they was not as good. What like didn't really that that team legit didn't care about the regular season because they knew what they were playing for, and plus all the other drama that was going on on that team. But like they still came to play against teams that they were supposed to beat. Um, and then and it's just like even with the Heat, they knew like oh okay we. Okay, we got. We know we got to play the Bulls. We gotta. We gotta play that hard for that game. Oh, we gotta play the Pacers. Okay, we gotta play hard against that game. Damn, we gotta go against the Spurs. Okay, we gotta go against that game. Win or lose, you knew it was like I right, like they woke up for those games. Like I remember yeah. clearly with the Heatles era, it, I remember them beating teams they were supposed to beat. 
on top of a like they were getting their they'll get their ass kicked against teams they had no business losing to. So it was like okay, like they it's just like they need to. It's just like they're not showing that dominance in a way. Yeah, it's like they look vulnerable, and like that's the very unfortunate side of this right now is that they look very vulnerable and like I'm not saying that teams like the Blazers or the Clippers or uh goddamn Nuggets Nuggets can beat them no not saying that but like let a team like OKC who's Built for the a seven game series against them, wouldn't be shocked. That don't even, that don't even have Andre yet. Yeah, exactly. They don't have Andre Robeson, who sole purpose will be to defend KD and or Steph Curry each possession. Well, Resbrook playing some of the best defense he played his whole entire career. Like that, Paul George. Like that team is. You, we talked about the Rockets last year. That team right there is built to go against a seven game series. Exactly before. because th- it's the thing. They don't need to worry about shooting threes. They'll find a way to score. And they move the ball really well. And they also, every, they also have, I think, top five defense? They have a top five. I, 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 I know that. I would say this. They're definitely top three. Yeah, like that defense is. When Paul George and, and Westbrook is on a P's and Q's in terms of like defense and stuff like that, it is. Yeah, like, they're mm. easily one of the best defensive teams. And I will say this. Each of their role players who I was like, yeah, uh, they improved. Jeremy Grant the niggas improved. We the niggas we didn't know their name. <laughs> the oh, yeah, remember? Name. Yeah, like, literally, there was a time last year, Detroit played 2K18 with that uh, OKC team. And they put the bench out there. It was nothing he could do. There was nothing, nothing he do. could do. But, but like, literally, they improved. Like, yeah, even though they lost to the damn Wizards tonight, it happens. You lose games sometimes. It happens. Yeah. Westbrook probably shot you out the game. It was 9 for 23. I'm looking at the stat right now. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It happens. But at the same time, Dennis Schroeder had a bad game. But you can't help when Jeff Green is has 16 points, Sandoransky has 15, and some digger named T. Bryant has 14 points. What are you supposed to do? So it happens. Niggas have good shooting nights. Exactly. So like, it happens sometimes. The ball goes in the hoop. Sometimes it don't. But the point of what I'm saying is like, it's going. It's teams like the Lakers when LeBron is there, or when they got their shit together. They're not scared of you. Yeah. They're already not scared of you, but it's like when you're looking vulnerable. It's kind of like it's kind of like when let's see. It's like a let's think of it like a video game boss fight. You got the boss at like that last one third, and you know they're vulnerable now. You know you're there, so he's like you're going for the kill, and he knows you're going for the kill. So that's when he drops his most powerful attack, and you dodge it, and you eat that shit, and then you can send it, and then you drop your favorite combo on that nigga, and you and you finish him. That's that's the Lakers. That's OKC right now, and I'm about to throw the Rockets in there too right now. Speaking of which, let's go into them. Fuck it. That's how that dialogue. <laughs> so, if you've been sleeping under the rocks since Christmas as well, the Rockets is now the fourth seed in the Western Conference uh, standings right now. 
Because mm-hmm. James Harden's been playing like a goddamn freak of nature. Yeah, and yes, part of it is because the referees give that man so many fouls. So, so many fouls. Free throws and, and all of that. And they don't call traveling, but we knew that already. But James Harden has been hooping like he like the MVP that he should have been playing like all season. And yep. it's probably a blessing in disguise that Chris Paul has been out because it allows Jeff I mean James Harden to do whatever the hell he wants. And also shout out to Clint Capella stepping up as well. Definitely. Like Clint Capella has definitely stepped up. He's get doing what he's supposed to do. Get the easy shots and literally rebound the ball and set things up and play good up paint defense. Clint Capella's been doing what he's doing. James Harden's doing what he's doing. And then don't forget, Eric Gordon's been out too, and they've been beating niggas' asses. Like yeah, they lost last night to the Blazers, and I, which I predicted was going to happen because the Blazers scream, "We're going to end your winning streak because we feel like it." <laughs> It's like, yeah, we're going to play hard. Like, Damon CJ was like, okay, that's in this streak. Like, we got to do what we got to do to get all-star votes this year. So, uh, help us out, please. (laughs) So, but like, but like, I have to give it up to Harden, G. Like, I've been very hard on the nigga and all that this season and on the Rockets because it was a, it was literally getting to the point where I thought this team may not make the playoffs. Yeah. It was really getting to that point where I, Thought they wasn't going to even smell the playoffs. But the fact that Harden has literally pulled up a damn freaking God body performance the past couple of weeks, I have to, I have to respect it. And he's like, I don't like, like, I, like my thing is he did what he had to do to put them back in the playoff race. Like, do I believe that they'll go deep in the playoffs with the team currently constructed? No. Like Never. I don't like it's not like it's it's the way Harden plays is ineffective in the playoffs, and then Chris Paul is showing that age has caught up with him, but his bank account is moving forward. So, <laughs> so hey, I respect I respect Chris Paul for getting the money, but also knowing that uh, talent ain't there no more, and your body's definitely not gonna let you prosper no more like that, G. And. <laughs> Like that's and like they're not as good defensively. I still believe that. Like I, I'm, I'm, am avid advocate that they're not as good defensively. It's just the fact that James Harden is literally playing defense by putting your best players in foul trouble. <laughs> that's his defense. That's that's been the that's been the rock key part of Rock's success is James Harden getting as many fouls as he can to put your best players out the game. Man. So, that's what I got to say in regards to that. I know you've been very vocal the past week. Uh, I got to say my apologies for, uh, I got to say my apologies for um, James Harden or calling him a bitch. But, you know, uh, I would say this. He, he does a outstanding job on offense. Not going as far as what Stephen A. said when he's the best offensive player ever. You can literally hold my nuts to that. There's a dude named Nigga Kobe Bryant. Crack. There's a dude named Kobe Bryant. Chris said, you know, in terms of, you know, Kirby field goal percentage and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, Kobe Bryant was, a, was, was 
he was mentally challenged when it came to he was the Goku of basketball. But uh, in terms of like you, I just want to find a way to beat you and stuff like that. He never passed the ball. So my, you know, the, the best offensive player, you know, Kobe's up there in my opinion. He's probably number one. With Kareem, probably like number two. I don't count with Chamberlain because he played against you know a goddamn sharecropper. So I don't count him. Um, <laughs> Still got to respect so, some of it though. Uh, he played against sharecroppers, indentured servers, and got darn silver war vets. I'm not. I'm but not he still, concerned. but when, but against Bill Russell, he gained that man hands. Nigga, the, the nigga, he tall. Bill Russell wasn't all that tall. That nigga was, was still one sixteen. Russell height. You know how much? Can we? We can't. We probably lied about it, Joe. He was probably like what six nine or something like that. Will Chandler was seven foot five. That nigga was Greek freak before Greek freak was the field. I'm not going to go into with Tim Tanner, but let me go back to James Harden. Um, uh, James, he's playing. I don't always honor 40-point games when you have 27 free throws. He's still on the streak for 27 points. He wants that back-to-back MVP. Um, let me tell you like this. I'm not giving an MVP about a guy who can't show up in playoffs, bro, in playoff series, bro, so – I don't, don't talk to me until the shop on the planet. So I have no votes, but me and Chris will will have our. We, we'll be able to get votes one day. We definitely, we definitely will get votes one day, and we do get those votes for MVPs or all stack. I mean, uh, you know, uh, what you call it and stuff like that. First team and stuff like that. I will never vote for James Harden for any of it. Um, and I'm a full believer. That, okay, let, let me before I go into James around uh the Rockets team is trashed. They lucky James Harden getting free throws from That's my take on the Rockets team as a whole. Um and shout out to Clint Capella. I think I heard him. But um in terms of like James Harden, we get back to this nigga. Uh I can't I I just can't come to myself and say he deserves two MVPs. I don't care what the heck he's doing. I really freaking don't. I don't care if he's 40 points in December. It's easy to do that when the referees let you get everything. I'm going to go full conspiracy on this. The league is making him look better than what he freaking is, except for that one game in Golden State. And that's the heart of James Harden we know and love. That one game. But every other game is him going to the line. It's him. It's defenders getting scared to guard him because they're going to get a foul. It's him traveling up and down the court. It's him not playing a lick of freaking defense. So it's, 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 I don't want to hear MVP should be valued for both sides of the court. You got Greek freaks over there carrying them and walking team with their second best players, Brooke Lopez, and Brooke Lopez don't even know how to spell rebound. So like you can't tell me that 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 James Harden deserves MVP because he just averaged forty. One, yeah, you are gonna get those eight nine plus assists because you. Basically, you get triple team before the freaking second quarter because you got that darn 23 points, and, and 17 of those points came from the free throw. What's nice is you can't get guarded from three because if somebody even look at you the wrong way, they call them a foul, and you on the floor. So it's, 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 it's no point. You know, step back, quote-unquote, unguardable. The only reason it's unfreaking guardable is because it's a freaking travel, and they don't call the freaking travel. And Steph Curry, shout out to Steph Curry, become one of my favorite players. The nigga exposed him. You can't say he did it because he did the he did the legit step back that James Harden do every game, every single game. He did it. 
Everybody knew James Harden was traveling. Oh, uh, the referees don't count. So, oh, well, we're not going to do anything about it. Guess what? Referee count. Steph Curry doing it. Because they let, they legit. I'm, I'm all on the conspiracy theorist that sometimes the league, like when they, when James, the Rockets were, KD was out of bounds by a mile. Ref was right there looking at him. We did a ref eight card if he wanted to make the game. Out of, out of bounds for a mile. So I'm in full belief that they want James Harden to look good because that Rockets team is trash. And niggas, so much high hopes on the Rockets that they was going to be all oh, the Warriors stuff and they don't want, you know, they don't want the league to look like, oh, the, 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 nobody can stop the Warriors. They're the best model before. So, hey, let's make James Harden look like the most assigned, excited player in the league. And it turns out to just be boring basketball to freaking watch. Except for the one game against Golden State. Other than that, every cold James Harden game was born. The one against the Lakers, you can't tell me that was beautiful basketball. You can't. Because half the time you heard a whistle blowing. And it was for one team. So, no. No. Click the pillow, I'm going to ball. Not even, I ain't got nothing to say about Click the He's the Pascal Siakam of the West right now. But if. In terms of James Harden, I'm not impressed. He's not doing nothing different. He's just getting more calls. And it's annoying. I won't be impressed. Never going to call James Harden trash. The way he plays trash. That him as a basketball player, nobody is not that going get what he gets to. He's going to be a top five shooting guard. I'm not going to put him overweight. Ever in my whole entire life, I'm going to put him overweight. But he's up there. And he gets 17 MVPs. I ain't going to honor Nan not one of them. Nan not one of them. And we can dog LeBron for having one flopping, like, a freaking playoff series or flopping when everybody in their mom flopped at that era of basketball. Everybody, before they start handing out those fans, I mean, I could put the, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, if we go, if we go talk about all, or we go call KD a snake, or we go, oh, Steph Curry don't want to get, no. If we go, we go do all that, oh, we, Ben Simmons won't take a jump shot. Let's get on James Harden about him being at the free throw line every second, and the refs letting him do it. Let's talk, about, let's talk about he's benefiting from that bogus rule. Like, literally, if you look at his shots and you see the man was six for dang near 18 from three and eight from 20 or something like that or whatever, like, yeah, like eight for 20 from the field goal, but the nigga got like X amount of free throws. You mean to tell me he had a good It's not a good game? No, it's not a good game. It's bull crap. It's straight malarkey, bogus crap. It's, it's, it's disgusting. I don't watch Rocket games. I would rather watch Memphis versus Goddard, Indiana. <laughs> I would rather watch it. I would rather watch the I would rather watch the freaking the, the Orlando Magic versus the Sacramento Kings. I would watch the Atlanta Hawks versus the Wizards. I won't watch that. Because just God, I won't watch him go against. The particular team I watch him go against is, um, what's that team called? The Warriors. Because I want KD to watch this nigga. And it's, that's my dream. It's the one KD, it's the KD to watch him. Or, perfect thing, my perfect game is to react what I did to Dustin when he cheesed me with James Harden. And he goes against the Lakers. And bronze is dominant. That's my dream game. Yeah. It's 
my dream game right there. I pray to God that that happened. Like, cause right now, this is just disrespectful. How he just, how he just doing it to him. Like real talk, he just doing it to him, and nobody can do nothing about it. So that's my thing. Take on James Harden. I'm not out of this crap. I, look, last year he stole bronze MVP. This year he might still Greek freaks. Depending on what happened with Bron come back. It's sad. It's sad. So Yeah. Well if I'm pretty sure many people are waiting on a day trail rant that I get to hear probably on a daily basis. <laughs> and it happened. And I was waiting for this moment. But all I'm gonna say is this. You told no lies. I felt it. I, I felt the energy. And with that being said, let's move on. Like, that's our dialogue on the Rockets and uh, James Harden, part two. But uh, let's, so let's, let's go through uh, all-star votes real quick before we get into the little that happened in wrestling and all of that. So uh, the first return voting returns for all-star uh, game came out and it was a couple of surprises in there. Like I wouldn't. It was only one surprise for me because I legit voted like how the stuff turned out. It was only one surprise for me. Yeah, but still surprise regardless. Let me uh find the numbers real quick before I. I want to make sure I get as accurate as we can get. I should have had it up already. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see. Here we go. So, of course, LeBron and Greek Freak were, well, surprising, Greek Freak was the leading voter in the East, but at the same time, not surprised either, but LeBron was number one amongst everybody, and Greek Freak was number two, and then as we dwell further into it all, we see that, of course, there's a couple of surprises. Those surprises, one being, Luka Donic is the number two front court most voted player in the front court after LeBron James. Not Kevin Durant and not Anthony Davis and not Paul George. Shout out to my boy Luca, man. Even though I didn't vote for him in the ten times I voted during that this time frame that time frame. <laughs> shout out to my boy Luca G on the real. Cause if he makes the game, he makes the game. I don't think he's not gonna be a starter, of course, because the way they changed the voting, because fan votes is fifty percent of the vote. So I don't think he's gonna get the player and the coach votes to start, but I definitely I respect. Think, I think he gets the. He might not get the coach because everybody hired Luca. Probably the only person I'm putting over Luca is Paul George. Like I'm keeping it real. Like KD, yes, KD is amazing. Sorry, KD has to start. Have, like, okay, Katie has to start. He has to start, G. All right, so Luca. And it'd be a crime if Paul George don't uh, start either for the season he's having. Well, both of all three. Can they all three start? No, because CDB. LeBron. Because that with the no, front court guards, thing, you need three guards, three front. It's two court. guards and three front court. Yeah, they all can start. Yeah, they just like I think Bron. I think Bron got the. Was it Bron and somebody jump ball last year? Yeah, last year it was LeBron, 
and I forgot who jumped the ball with him. I think it was Embiid. Yeah, like it was no, it was no guy. No. Yeah, yeah, because LeBron's, LeBron's team didn't, didn't have a center because it was Anthony it Davis and he got hurt. So oh, it was Boogie. It was Boogie. And he got hurt. Yeah, Boogie got hurt, and then AD yeah. for some reason didn't want. I think LeBron just wanted to jump the ball. So yeah, but but yeah, it's still that's still comical in itself. But yeah, I'm, it's hilarious. Yeah, and then this is the greatest thing ever. Pure Chicago moment right here, y'all. Derrick Rose, number two in the guards, my nigga. Number two in the guards, my nigga. Number two. Not that not that nigga James Harden. Not that nigga Westbrook. But that nigga. That nigga D Rose, my nigga. Yes. My yeah. nigga D Rose. Now the yeah. unfortunate part is. The, no, matter of fact, I won't even say it's unfortunate. But if if, you, if people keep voting for D Rose, I feel like the players and the coaches will co sign it. Well, no, it's not the coaches. The media will co-sign it, not the coaches for the starters. The I coaches... think he's a, a six-man of the end of zone. I agree. I definitely yeah, agree. Like, he, he is the leader by a, a mile, even though he's you know, dealing with that ankle injury right now. He's leading six-man of the year right now. There's nobody I can think. Closest is Siakam, but he's starting now. Yeah, Pascal and he's And he's running away with most improved. Pascal got that. That nigga yeah. Pascal Siakam different. Um, so I don't, I don't see. Yeah, he definitely needed. It's just the crazy. I don't know if they will take two niggas off Timberwolves though, because Cat is another nigga. Exactly, because they're not even in the playoff contention right now, and after firing tips, but it's, not people, it's not that many people in the West in the front court that is offside. Complete, complete, but you got what you got. You got Brian, Brian, KD, Paul George, AD, KD, Paul George, AD, and Jokic. Will, Jokic. I feel like will be the guaranteed yeah. front court guys. Yeah. yeah, Jokic. Who else? Um, nobody from the Spurs this year. Hell no. Uh, Jokic, yeah, AD. That's it. You, so you can put Cat in there. Cat can definitely become part of the All. Like, cause it, it would be a disservice for Cat, who probably what's his name? He probably averaged like twenty six and like freaking fifteen or something like that. Yeah, like, close like, to yeah. So it's I, it would be a disservice for Cat not to be a part of that uh, um, All Star game. But yeah, and then the next weird one is Dwayne Wade is number two in the guards. That was the uh, no 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 that one it was the um, Vince Carter one. If Vince Carter being number, what having is making the top ten in votes is very disrespectful in a way to Andre Drummond and Al Horford. Extremely disrespectful, G. <laughs> like, like, yeah. and Jeremy Lin make getting votes as well. He got more votes what? than Bradley Beal and John. Jeremy Lin, Jeremy, trying to vote. Yeah, he, that you, you, that them, them the ones you can't, you can't really. So yeah. I I saturated uh yeah, he, he's getting the age twenty two twelve. Mm. But uh, well, I'm pretty sure it's high. I'm pretty sure we said after Jimmy got traded, it's probably damn near twenty six and fifteen. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, like my nigga, my nigga, like he gonna like just like Greek Freak, Greek Freak got them Greek niggas voting for Greek Freak. Definitely gonna get second highest vote, uh, and he's becoming more of a more of a a star. Agreed. Uh, 
Uh, shout out to they call him Count if you want to call him the special K. Uh, mm. I never knew that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the Vince, I agree with all of those. Knowing that some of them not going, I I think Dwayne Wade has a career where he deserves to be in the All Star final year. Yeah, not definitely, but not not to starting, start. No, not starting. Not starting. No, not starting. Especially over Kemba. But just like Kobe got it, I'm not saying. No, Dwayne Wade's not. He's a little bit back Kobe. He's not Kobe level in terms of like popularity. But Dwayne Wade still needs it. He's still part of that. Out of the banana boat crew, he was the second best and, and by a long shot. Easily. And out of that draft class, he still won. That's not his, his game declined, but it, it declined and better than freaking uh, Mellows did. Mm-hmm. So it's Dwayne Wade, every team he. He has tried his best. He's a god. He's a god on the heat. Uh, he will be. A, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like, so it should be no reason why he shouldn't be in an All Star game. He don't even have to play. Just give him the nod of him being an All Star in his final year. It's disrespectful if he's not. And plus, it's the East. You can't give me three guards. You can't. You can't give me five guards that deserve to be there before the win. Give me. Give me five guards. Kyrie. Kimba, Ben Simmons, Aladipo, Kyle Lowry. No, Kyle Lowry, not it. Come on. Kyle Lowry don't deserve. Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry, deserves to be in the All Star game over Dwayne Wade's last All Star game. That matters. That matters. Kyle Lowry, right now. Kyle Lowry, who don't have an offensive game. Come on, man. He deserves to be there before Dwayne Wade. That's all. Okay. His last year. This is going home to him. You mean to tell me if you had to vote on the line right now, national TV, you was the person to vote between them two to be an all star game, you vote Cal Lowry? No, I'll put Wade in. I did. So he, don't, he don't deserve it. Like, I, I, okay, dude, that sounds bad. Wade need not need it. It would be it would be more entertaining to see him wave one last time in all star game. Something like that. Um uh, so I got a question for you though. What would you what what is I know people you didn't expect, but is there any votes is there any people you expected who wanna got more votes that they didn't get? Like in terms of like, you know, people who like for me, it's kinda like Blake, I, I would have thought he would have got more. Um, KD, I would have never thought KD got that last. You know, I, I know KD, value KD, look at KD as a snake, which is disrespectful. But I would have thought, especially how much freaking the Sacramento community and got down, not to sound racist, but Asians love the Golden State Warriors. I would have thought KD would have been over Luca. So did you expect, you know, somebody to get more votes than they didn't? Because I, don't, I it's a couple people. Especially now that I'm actually looking at the vote numbers. Like, even though Steph is number one amongst the guards, you got to remember last year, the last yeah. couple of seasons, he was up there with LeBron. Yeah, he was he was close to beating. Like, he was I up there with LeBron. I think he was close to beat LeBron this year in terms of votes. Yeah, that, like, he's not yeah. even touching a million. Like, LeBron's Steph- the only one in a million, but right now, and Greek Freak was super close, but even Kyrie... Has more votes than uh, Steph. 
Kyrie's at nine hundred thousand. Greek Freak's at nine hundred thousand. Bron is the only one touching a million, and Steph is not even touching eight thousand. I mean eight hundred thousand. Like he's not even touching nine hundred thousand. So that's shocking. Anthony Davis being where he's at shocking. Uh, and it was somebody else I saw that kind of threw me off. Oh yeah, I definitely agree with Blake. I'm shocked Jimmy got as many votes as he did, though. I'm, that, that's, that, it's a little shocking for me. Yeah, true. I'm and I'm shocked Jason Tatum Ellen, got as many votes as he did, too. Jason Tatum, that's disrespectful. I'm shocked that Joe Ellen beat one second vote. I, yeah. With his popularity, he shouldn't have been over. I'm thinking, I'm thinking he was going to be over Kyrie. Me I too. actually thought he probably would have been a uh, uh what's I, I thought he would be uh, I thought he would be the leading leading vote getter. Yeah, in my heart I knew he would do it, but I would have thought like I wouldn't be surprised with Joe Well just because of popular he is. Exactly. He's really popular, but I don't know. It, it's it's weird. Like I'm not like you got once again you gotta factor the overseas Greek community for a Greek freak, so yeah. But yeah, but it's still the first return. Like literally, for all we know, when the second returns come in, probably next week or probably end of this week, it be we'll probably see Joel and B number one in the East or some crap like that. So, <sighs> but yeah, so uh, but let's move on to wrestling real quick. Well, before we even get into wrestling, let's just talk John Jones. He whooped that nigga's ass. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay, so I, I was talking to my brother about this, right? Because my brother asked me, "So why did Gustafson look so weak?" And they were like, "I want to tell y'all like this." So we got in terms of tears right now with John Jones and Daniel Cormier. Like John's only day Cormier, the perfect thing for them right now is like they are like LeBron and KD, and there is no such thing as a Greek freak. Steph Curry and um, and uh, like AD that's under them. There's no such thing. It's just LeBron and KD and the rest of the world. Like in terms of their skill, they make these these dudes are not scrubs whatsoever. Derek Lewis is not a scrub. Ale- Alexander Gustafson not a scrub. Uh, when 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 um, Dave Cormier was in when he was fighting lightweight and stuff like that. When he, when, he, when he beat Rumble Johnson, Rumble Johnson, not a scrub. These people are not scrubs. These two right here, the Dale Cormier and John Jones are two of the greatest, not just, but in mixed martial arts, period, all time. So these dudes that they throwing at them, these dudes don't matter. They're going to watch them. John, who are you throwing at John? Watch them. And John Jones, dumb you know, you know, person's dumb person like affected his legacy, but people really forgot how good that man is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like he's some. When he had that fight against Open St. Prue, John Jones is extremely rusty. I think two years or something like that. Of course, he's gonna lie. Open St. Prue had a fight. Of course, he's gonna look a little bad. This was only a year of John. He dominated. The whole fight of you want to call it a fight. There's like what Dave Cormier said. Derek Lewis is a guy, but I'm elite. 
there's a different there's different levels to this. And them two are them two you you won't get satisfied unless this Anthony Smith guy shocks John Jones to probably after a knockout. I think it's his name is either Anthony Smith person John Jones. If he get cleared, if his license get cleared to fight, mm. uh, that's the best guy he's going against. But uh, and I think David Cormier got steep on the riser because Brock Lesnar still has to pay his two hundred fifty thousand dollars debt for uh, for popping. Um, you, they just them two. They're they're like them two will forever have to. Even though John Jones won twice. Them two will forever be the only two that because these two are just on a different spectrum. John Jones didn't come on the spectrum. John Jones is a different breed. He killed Adams at Augusta. And Gustafson ain't no slouch. But that's the thing. John Jones is is is, is the greatest. If he didn't have if he didn't have like steroid history, and I know say he was he was like, uh, what's that called? A spike or a this and that or medical or cocaine and stuff like that. If he didn't have that, there would be no doubt. There would be no question. Jones is the greatest fighter that ever stepped foot in a mixed martial arts ring. So, and Daniel Comia, top five. So, it's, like, I didn't expect nothing less. I expected, like, you know, because I'm all, I'm all in knowing that, you know, sometimes they fix fight. Sometimes they fix our quote-unquote, you know, sports events because they don't want the backlash of a certain person and stuff like that. Um, so I was thinking they probably give Gustafson the win over the decision because John Jones tested positive again. So I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if Gustafson won over the decision. But in my mind, I knew I don't know that Gustafson can't beat John Jones. John Jones is so good. It's like trying to Beat freaking, you know, god darn ninja in Fortnite or something like that. You know, it's Kane or whoever the best Fortnite player is. Who the best Fortnite player? Kane. Kane. It. It's like trying to beat Jordan. It's like trying to beat a god darn Kobe Bryant in the training session. You just ain't gonna do it. Gonna lose. Too dominant. Too buttholy. It's just. <laughs> It's, 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 yeah. Niggas different. So, I did, I choked him out, man. And John Jones wasn't always known as a finisher, by the way. He, it's different, man. So, Agreed. that's all I got to say about him. He's different. Definitely, I co-sign it. Like, I'm the casual UFC MMA guy, but John Jones did what he was supposed to do. And, like, after the first round, it didn't look like he missed the beat. That's the thing. Yep. Like. So, like, I hope that what the little situation uh, isn't major, that it was just little lasting particles of the drug that he got caught up with last time in the system, and yeah. they just overly panicked. But, like I said, I just want to see my boy John Jones prosper. But let's go into wrestling. Uh, not really much happened. Like, for these to be the New Year's, Editions of Raw and SmackDown, not really a lot happened, honestly. Kind of very letdownish. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre had a cage match. Uh, Drew McIntyre won. Uh, My nigga. Yep, of course. And then 
Rollins was talking about Dean Ambrose and Triple H told the man, like, hey, bro, uh, you have to earn them shits, my guy. And pretty much challenged my man Seth and said, hey, I need you to come back to be the Seth Rollins that I need you to be. And Seth Rollins was like, I bet, my nigga. And then there was a battle royal for the Intercontinental title shot. Apollo Crews won. And I would say it led to a decent, a very decent match between Apollo Crews and Dean Ambrose, I would say. Like, it made Apollo Crews look respectable. Like, yeah. like, it made him look respectable. So, like, in a way, I like where they're going so far. They're trying to rebuild the mid-card. Yeah. Like, at this point, like, you have to rebuild your mid-card. And I, I approve of it because the belt is coming back. Hopefully sooner than later, but I doubt it happens that way. But if it, if by mania, at least you have your mid card set up and all of that. So and not cool. just. Now what so, you say? Go ahead. I said and not just Brock Lesnar card because that's what it was. Exactly. There was whoever going to get then everybody fight for the IC title. Exactly. And my thing is right now. You know, okay, a lot of other stuff happened on Raw. A lot of stuff people don't care about because we're in a phase of we don't have a belt. We got to go in and get a injured. Seth Rollins is in the middle of getting put in to win the Rumble. So it's a lot of stuff that, you know, a lot of people not going to care about. Or between Seth Rollins and what's the new match. So it's a lot of stuff that not a lot of people care about. Uh, the women's title scene is still popping as always. The tag team title scene. Uh, apparently next week, the revival goes against the glorious... Uh, Stable, whatever the glorious tag team lose, so you get a Bobby Roode heel turn. Please, WWE, please for me, for me, um, all of us. <laughs> uh, but my thing is, right? If you're talking about this is what the fans want, and they need to quit saying that stuff, not because it's annoying or it's not true, just because um, we don't want to see Brock Lesnar with that belt. <laughs> that's what we want. That's what we really want. Like exactly. we cool with the matches, and it's just we just don't want Brock Lesnar with the belt. <laughs> you you everything say we control everything. Nobody wants to see Brock Lesnar with that belt. People barely want to see. So. Nobody wants to see my message. I think that's the one thing universally that all fans can agree on. That's the belt. That the belt is uh, it's it's taking hostage. It's dumb, and that's the only thing I have a problem with. It's kind of hard watching. It's like kind of watching anime you read the manga. It's kind of like yeah, all the stuff is good, but uh, I kind of know what the end game is going to be. It's it's all in. You're gonna see Brock Lesnar beat Bob Stoneman, and we're gonna have two months of not seeing that belt again. So, and that's what's the beauty in SmackDown. The SmackDown main title mid card and everything between me really is. Really, well, the mid card is kind of like rough because since they Nakamura barely spoke English and then barely was on freaking TV. But now we got a, now we got Shinsuke versus Russo, which is looking really, really good. And we probably get to see more heel Shinsuke and probably get Shinsuke away from a title just so he can be an evil guy with a U.S. trinket. I hate that gimmick, an evil foreigner with a U.S. title. But like I was saying, that's the kill of SmackDown is that we got everything on SmackDown, which is Raw, we don't. 
Thank God for Cena coming back, even though we don't know if Cena is even going to wrestle anybody. We just well, he, he, smacked the, he wrestled on SmackDown in a tag team match with Becky Lynch. That was a mixed tag team match. That meant nothing. It meant nothing. It was just, it was low-key a passing on the torch, if you want to call it that. Like, hey, yeah. Becky Lynch, <laughs> Becky Lynch told that man, you can't see me. Yeah, like, uh, anything. Face the smash. But, uh, yeah. Mm. It's, right now, it has to change. Um, I, it's a lot of things I like with Laura. Like, I like how they book it around. I like that she's actually on TV. Kind of like the other champion. Um, I love, you know, I love that have top stars and you know who the top stars are. Uh, for all the people, you want to hear a crazy fact? I think you told me this. For all the people who bashed Finn Balor, he never lost the, I think he only lost one paper. Yeah, he, 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 he has lost. not lost a pay-per-view match, I believe. Since <laughs> since he's been in, the, uh, since he's been WWE, he has not lost a pay-per-view match. So, a one-on-one pay-per-view yeah. match, to be specific. So, like, Finn Balor, as much as people, you know, well, they still, you know, Finn Balor is still really strong in terms of his character. And the demon, I think, is almost, I think the demon only lost twice in the day. So, if it's not twice, it's only one. I think it's more of So, man, it's, uh, it's Ross. You know, it's just, we need our main. You give us our main title and Ross, you can hate show for real for because yep. you actually have something that the, the the upper mid card is fighting for. Yep. I mean, not the upper mid card. The upper mid card and the main event. In the main event, it's fighting. You know, the moment after they can go and they start firing people because there's too many people in that company. Moment. Oh, nobody loses job. Too many wrestlers, and we got too many wrestlers. Too many, you know. Everyone see this. Everyone's got that. Freaking show at all. So, are firing people. Uh, you know, and talk, you know, doing some more call ups, which we will should be having in a couple of months. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it could get better. It definitely, right now, it's a, it definitely is a little boring. Uh, um, I me personally, I just, I'm not over it, but it, it's more of, yeah, I see what's gonna happen next week. I'm skimming past where I keep it on the stuff like that, and I'm mostly just playing my game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so but let's go into the fact that a that we are about to get a new wrestling company is about to be actually legit. AEW, yeah. what is it? All all elite. Yeah, all elite wrestling started by Cody Rhodes. The New Bucks and, and Young, Bucks, uh, Young Bucks. I don't know why I keep calling New Bucks. I don't know why. It just sounds cool. Like. But um, I don't know. It just sounds bad to me. But anyway, the, the uh, Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, and chill. Uh, and the uh, the owner, the the son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I know the owner's name. Uh, Sasha Khan or something like that. Khan, something Khan. Yeah, he's he's supposed to. Yeah, but, uh, a lot. that's the thing with that. Like, that's what it, for, for people who believing that they're going to compete with WWE. Big fact, L. If you actually going to believe that, too, especially the off the jump, 
people for the people who you know who's bashing AEW because they think that's trying to go against WWE. You know the WWE standboy. Let these goddamn indie, darling, like these indie fans have their thing for like two seconds without somebody. You know, just let it grow first. Exactly. Um, the fact that Cody and the Young Bucks are on there is a good start. They have their own page and stuff like that. Just to build the company. Is it ever compete with WWE? No. Because WWE can do you can do one simple thing. That's just buy the talent. That's uh-huh. that's how you. That's how because without them having, when, when WWE getting a fight deal, because it's, it's no more Vince McMahon using his money. It's more Vince McMahon using the money that people are giving him. Uh-huh. So like when, when WWE getting a fight deal, they forever, they forever sell out. And if they don't sell out, they got enough merchandise to back up for them not selling out. And if anything fails, you can just add Triple H to book his show like NXT. And then basically you got the biggest indie got darn thing in the world. But WWE can't. It's, it's, it's impossible. Like WWE is it's too strong. It, it's, it's bigger than checkers when it comes to WWE. In order to overtop WWE, which people thought they would have, they thought the early 2000s got darn TNA was going to do it. They thought the WCW, you know WWE. WCW won a little bit on the rain. But at the end of the day, the Big E always wins. So, AEW, I hope they do good. The only thing I don't hope they get Kenny Omega. Oh, yeah, because Kenny I was Omega about to say that he he already said he's leaving New Japan. Yeah, he just said it. Yeah, he just said it. So, it's rumors. It's a rumor. I saw a headline that Vince McMahon supposedly... Offered that man a lot of money, a guaranteed WWE championship run, and something else. I forgot. A guaranteed run? They said a guaranteed WWE title run. Yep. Uh, um, well, I'm taking that. They gave it to AJ. Really? Exactly. Like, AJ, AJ became the top star. AJ Lokey is still the top star. Mm-hmm. Like he is he is Cena B at the moment. Exactly. So and like Kenny Omega, like I would like to see him in WWE. It's just also I feel like with him being there, it kinda like he's he's gonna he's the new indie darling that everybody loves right now. And even though he's not in his prime and I could, you could say the same about AJ, but AJ still puts on five star damn matches. Like I've seen oh. some of Kenny Omega matches the past year in yeah. New Japan, and they wasn't consistent. Like oh my god, wowing! And plus, he's not yeah. also not the best talker either. No, Kenny Omega. Definitely. He's not. Yeah. No, AJ. Damn sure he's the best. But yeah, he I, he's serviceable. AJ, AJ AJ's charisma talks more. Exactly. Just him being the phenomenal one. Not Kenny Omega bring it. But the way Japan is, the way Japan things do, like, they're they're not really focused. Like, the way it's so different it in is, New Japan, the way they, they book their shows. Um, and also, you know, talking skills not going to get you that far, especially when you're American and So, you're not, you're not really working for your talking skills to not that many people understand English, but uh, but when it turns to him and his matches, the matches that you're gonna believe in fast, I would kick Omega's stuff. Like his matches with Okada, 
his, I think his recent match was with, I don't think this one was, this was like four star-ish, four and a half stars, I believe. Was it Tanahashi? It's probably Tanahashi. Yeah. Look, one of them cold Japanese niggas, they're all just good. Kenny Omega can have bomb matches. And people are going to realize that WWE is a weekly program. So you're not going to get a fast star match on Raw every week. Which we know. That's expected. So, but it's just. Man, niggas don't know this. Niggas don't know this. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I forgot, I forgot what we're thinking of. <laughs> it's the same people who didn't see. Even though he's on every promotional poster and he hasn't lost a match in the pay-per-view yet. Um, you're going to realize that this man has a bonus for letting niggas lose. I mean, first WrestleMania. So he got to realize that. Except mm-hmm. for Braun Strowman, because Braun Strowman is a tall, light guy. But, um, and you got to realize it's Kenny Omega has got all the chips right now. Mm-hmm. One, the thing is, if AEW gets Kenny Omega, the tax, they, I'm sorry, they don't have enough talent to buy every big indie free agent exactly. at the moment. I don't care who's back to them. That nigga from the Jacksonville Jaguars found a freaking quarterback. So he don't have he don't have <laughs> I the time. was waiting for that, G. He don't have the time to freaking be looking for the, the, the every big indie star. Niggas think money is disposable in sports. Nigga, that nigga old football team. And that football team was very, very lackluster this year. This last thing on his mind is about a wrestling company, bro. So um, but yeah, uh, it's, I, I can't wait to see it. They, but the, the best thing for them, I would say for AEW, streaming events on Twitch, they weekly program shows on Twitch for free. Do that for free. Nobody will care. If you just stream it for free or stream it off a website, or stream it off of Hulu, or put it on a streaming service where it's easy accessible and not on a random goddamn cable channel. I never heard to, of. That you need the goddamn white people's service subscription to goddamn get. Not getting that. Not. I don't even, I don't, we got cable in this house. Nobody uses cable except for my little brother. I'm not going to. You know what I do? I want to watch wrestling. I put it up to the Xfinity app on my way to work. Or I, I, I put it up, or I watch it on YouTube. I forget the highlights of stuff like, like Dream service. That's the best way to get your product. I agree. And two, don't focus on getting the top stuff. Focus on building it. And don't become TNA when you get legit the the, 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 the god darn out of prime WWE guy. Don't do that. Don't get the guys that they just recently, you know, they released solely because it was like we haven't, we can't do nothing with this guy right now. So Literally. we may bring him back, but you make Zach Ryder a champion just because he was with the. Exactly. Don't do that. You know, they caught them in the rough because they they was getting rid of people like Kurt Angle and, and Jeff Hardy and, and Booker T and all that type of stuff. And Christian, and, and Christian, the best thing WWE might give up is Zach Ryder and the Ascension. Don't do that. Just don't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my thought on them niggas. Yeah. Don't double doink yourself. <laughs> Please don't double doink. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, I I definitely agree. And, like, with everything you said, like, find a streaming server. I feel like 
tw- like literally get get you some ads. Like don't yeah. expect to make money off the off TV offer it. Like yeah. don't try to force yourself. Like yeah, make a deal with Twitch or something like that. Make a deal with Hulu. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like it's it's enough streaming services where they can work with where even YouTube shit. Yeah, work a deal with YouTube where literally oh, Facebook too, where literally like. Like find like I hope they do their research and be like okay what where 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 can we find our wrestling demographic for indie the indie niggas like yeah. niggas who just focus strictly on indie are they more Twitter users are they more Facebook users do they like Twitch will they look at stuff live streaming stuff like that so it's just like where do you where can you go to find this stuff for them make it easy for those people to look for and plus even people like us who watch like more focus on wwe where we'll be like you know what we ain't doing nothing right now let me go ahead and throw on insert app here and watch uh aew real quick so stuff like that so i definitely agree with that and my main thing is just be smart who you pick up like Yeah. yeah it's some it's a few wwe people who make like who's talented as hell who may get cut because insert undisputed era and velveteen dream coming yeah, insert ricochet coming. So it's like it's going to be some very talented dudes that's coming, but don't make them your faces. Like yeah, if you can get if you can get Kenny Omega, cool because you got the indie darling. Cool. I will even look at. I would may say this. It may be a reach, but I heard it on the podcast. Out the first Black Champ podcast, they said, "Hell, looking to get to see him punk to be kind of like that commissioner role." No. I don't need you to wrestle. I just want you to be there. Indie niggas love no. CM Punk. Okay, this is the thing. I will say this. I think CM Punk is too prideful to go anywhere else but the E. Like, legit. I feel like he wants think- to shit on the E more than anything, though. Know? Not really. No. Okay. You crap on the E, right? But you still lose. Because if WWE won, I don't even know if he can use the CM Punk name. I, I, I think he can keep a name. I don't know. I think he can. Uh, I think he has to well, right. once he has changed, to once he, the same point that he wasn't wrestling. Yeah, that's why I said not as a in a wrestling, but like I don't think in he a. To do anything walls. Oh. Two niggas talking about CM Punk like we did not just destroy this dude on social media, get beat up by a black dude. And half the time he did that. I mean, half the time that Michael Johnson dude or Mike Johnson, whatever name, beating you up, he was showboating in the middle of it. CM Punk is not what they need. Right? Plus, I, CM Punk ain't gonna get paid for peanuts. That nigga want millions, I, and I, you shouldn't because you gotta pay for rap. You gotta pay for venues. Start making merch. You gotta start getting TV deals, stuff like that. You can't be spending no money. The only person you should drop the bag on is, if for instance, AJ don't want to work no more. You drop the bag on AJ. Um, if some more, if some more, Joey, I'm leaving. You don't no more, like. You can't, like, the same thing you try to sign Neville. Neville, Neville that nigga here, bro. The only person somebody like freaking, um, Kenny Omega. Because you got a cool thing, man. You know, you can market them. You don't need to talk to You don't need that great mic skills on the indie circuit. But that's it. I hear you. Like, I hear you. That's it. And don't make Cody Rhodes the champion. Because all you're doing is becoming TNA. Part two with Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Don't make Cody Rhodes. 
he should stay away from the main scene. He should be probably like a dude that fights for Jeffrey somehow after that. Keep him away. Yeah. Have him as like a butthole GM or something like that. You can give him a title run in the future, but don't start with Cody Rhodes holding the title. Thing is, though, it depends who's there. Like, it makes sense, though. You got just looking at it in that way, but. Come on. I, I can't see. No. I Cody, Cody gets overrated a lot. I know. I know. Yeah. I definitely agree. He gets over. He gets over. I, I agree. I definitely agree. And then, and then, like, if they freaking throw, like, the women's doll, untalented wife, you know, she's bad as that, but she cannot wrestle. I feel bad for you saying that because, mm. Randy, you're awesome. But, like, I'm, I, I don't mean to call you no, you could, but I feel Cody Rhodes is gonna goddamn Dusty Rose big boot. And I don't wanna, I'm sorry, Cody. Your wife is talented. She is beautiful. She's a beautiful <laughs> woman. She's a queen. All right. She is what we call queen. All right. All right. So moving on, but but yeah, like and my final thing is just don't try to be WWE. Just don't try to be them. Yeah. Don't even worry about beating them. Do set your identity up and literally get an identity and. Find it and move on with it. That's all you got to do. Congratulations. Congratulations. Like, I feel like, congratulations on the company. I honestly think Vince McMahon don't see competition. He really don't. It's like, gee, (laughs) it's kind of like, it's kind of like, okay, and like we're almost heading towards two hours, but, but at the same time, I know. That's why why we're going, but like, quick take here and the final take with this. This man isn't concerned because it's kind of like if, another company to say okay another somebody said we're gonna make our, uh, a new basketball a professional basketball league aka oh, lavar ball and bay was like <laughs> cool kiss our ass moved on mm-hmm. didn't care and literally from there so it's just like this man sees it is just like okay cool good luck hope it goes well because it's another person it was another group that thought they can compete and look at them now on a different right. television network every two weeks, so we gotta go off on this. Uh, the the Eagles are playing Finito in the locker room about to beat the Bears. Yo, no, I'm sorry, Chris. I'm sorry. I really can't wait for them niggas to get their ass kicked. Drew Brees, please end them niggas, G. Drew Brees, end them niggas, G. End. Them niggas, G. Drew Brees on no. week seven, I think you 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 did them in forty eight to seven. Make it sixty eight to zero, please. End them niggas. And on that note, we ended. We're ending. We're ending. Threes from the ring. On that note, thank you for listening. Make sure you guys follow the Facebook page, No Chill on the Podcast, for all No Chill Media things. And also, thank you for everybody that just supported us. In 2018, as we got a lot of big things going on in 2019, you will also get a, a Black Otaku's this week as well. So be on the lookout for that as well. And much love and appreciation for you guys. F the Eagles, F Cody Parkey, and still, it's forever. Bear down, Super Bowl 20, uh, 20, you niggas. All right, let's go. Peace. Don't double door yourself. Yep, double door.